Hot seat driving at it. Hot seat going up the best in the middle and grabbed the lead at one. Hot seat by a long head to either vintage quarter. And Remus is coming back. Coming back really well on the inside. They hit it a bobber. Maybe Loremus just from under the eyeball. Welcome to Fourth Not First. Back to our usual time slot, Wednesday nights. Great to see everybody. It's been a fantastic week for me. How are you, Ash McKnight? Pretty good, mate. I'm pretty good. Some good weather and uh, all still locked down, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel for us country folk. Um, you can listen yeah, to what is that light? Well, it looks like we may get out of some restrictions next week. Um, we haven't been uh, given the the Dan the Dan curse for the next three weeks, so uh, there's a little bit of hope there. But who knows? It changes day by day. So uh, absolutely. Yeah, apart from that, life's, life's okay. There's, wor- there's worse things in life. Absolutely. And Russell Healy, owner-operator of Healy Bloodstock, how are you? Oh, yeah, not so bad. Can't hurt. Taking along all right? Yeah. How are you going, Richard? I'm good. No one <laughs> ever asked shiny today. <laughs> I, I mean, there's uh, one... There's one man here that really should be shining brightly. I tell you what, lockdown's better when your team's in the premium. <laughs> Shit. It's really good. I can imagine. I can only imagine. <laughs> it's a good feeling, isn't it? It is. And the best thing is also, like, you've got a week. Like, this week there's no there's no nerves, there's no, no pressure. pressure. You're not playing. You're just so basking. Just, like, just basking. In a prelim. In a prelim. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, life's good. Life's good. I like it. And uh, who, do you, who do you want to play in the prelim? Uh, I think I'd prefer to play GWS because they're Toby Greenless. And also, they, it feels like they've been playing a final every week for the last, like, five or six weeks just to get there. So I reckon yeah. they'll run out of steam. Yeah. Um, so, um, so I think I prefer them. Not unlike the year they uh, made the grand final, is it? They uh, played a huge game in a prelim, massive game, and just come out flat the next week. Who did they play that year? Uh, some team that won three of the last four premierships. Yeah, and uh, beat them by 89 points in a grand final. Happened to be there. It was quite quite good. Happy days. Happy days. How do you feel, Richo, about – I'll probably talk a bit later, but how do you feel about not being able to attend? There's no chance, uh, no chance whatsoever. You give me a grand final, you give me me a grand final, you give me a premiership, I don't give a shit if they play it on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's fair enough. That's fair. Oh, that's, that's the least of your problems. <laughs> if they make it, then it's it's happy days. You know, it is in hindsight, I think at some stage you go, Oh yeah, it would have been nice, but nah, it's, you take it. You take it that any way you can get it. But you would have been to a D's grand final, wouldn't you? Or not? Didn't haven't they played in one and they lost? I've played in two in my lifetime, but I haven't made it to. Oh, I thought you might have got to one of those. Might have snuck in the. Nah, I didn't sneak the, in. 
in the cheese delivery door or something. Nah, I didn't have enough blue vein. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you would you would have been you would have been guaranteed this year though. Absolutely. I can get a ticket every year with my AFL gold membership. So yeah, it would have been guaranteed if COVID hadn't gone in the way, but yeah, well. still plenty plenty of water to go under the bridge anyway. So I'm not worried about not being there. I'm, as long as they're there, I don't care. That'd be good. <laughs> I'm cheering for you. Fantastic. Thank you. You enjoyed the cheese on uh, – I'll tell you who else is cheering for me. Your mum. Yeah. I got an email from Judy at 10.23 p.m. on Saturday night saying go demons. Really? She must have been up and about. She must have watched it and gone. She, um, she quite enjoys it. watching the footy, believe it or not. Um, Dad didn't have the greatest experience with the Bombers. No. Um, wasn't to be, but um, hey, they made the finals. It's something to uh, hang your hat on. So they're not according to Rusty. I remember a couple of weeks ago he said it was the worst thing that could happen to him. I still don't think it's a good thing for Essendon. Uh, <laughs> but as an Essendon supporter, you've got to be pretty happy with the way things are going, given what everyone, including me, expected of them. Yeah. Yeah, they're cool. Um, they're cool. It was an interesting game of football to watch. I didn't watch it. I was too busy reading the paper. I watched a bit of it. The the Melbourne Demons Herald. That's it. The Petrucker Sun. The Petrucker Sun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we should probably... Keep moving forward, shouldn't we? We probably should. We probably should. So what's been happening down the Oakford Thoroughbred Farm, Ashley? Um, just working our way through these big group of horses we've got in work. Um, it's suddenly escalated from a nice number of about eight to 17. 17. So, uh, th- that's the amount of horses we're working, not necessarily all our horses in work, but, um, yeah, 17. Um, anyway, we're getting there slowly, bit by bit. Um, we've got a visitor at the farm at the moment having a little stint on the water walker, uh, a horse called Here to Shock. Brent Stanley. Hmm. Yeah, one of his... Uh, one of his better horses, I would say. He, um, he's having a month on the water walker. He's a four-year-old stallion, and doesn't he like to let it everyone know? <laughs> um, he might he might want to hang more, around more than a month, or he might uh, he might get slipped into the old chop chop barn. <laughs> he gave Brent. He gave a stallion. Now know. he's a gelding. Yeah. <laughs> He's your horse back. <laughs> yeah. He's, he, he's a much better behaved now. We're fixing his behavioural issues. Yeah. Well, you can thank me later. We've got some paperweights so, for you too. Yeah. yeah we, we bronze them up for you. Bronze bollocks. Um, yeah. So no more files yet. Uh, so we just sort of got a couple that are pretty close. Um, so hopefully we... Get a Alabama Express foal on the ground very soon. I hope it. 
Um, I'm anticipating with some divine intervention that one night while we're doing this podcast, I'm going to get a phone call to go and attend a foaling. Oh, that'd be good. You whack the headphones in and you can just give us a good. live report. Yeah. Give us um, a video, live video. Live stream. Yeah. Live stream. On the scene. I get the GoPro on the head. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, anyway, we had some racing yesterday. Maybe didn't quite go as well as I would have liked, but uh, now Pumpkin went around again. I thought he was going to be a red-hot show yesterday and didn't begin quite as good as Swan Hill. And once he got a little bit cluttered up, he was like, white flag, I'm out of this. See you later. Next week, boys. Uh, he's an interesting cat. He just – horse goes around him and he just says, no, nah, don't want to do it this week. So, uh, anyway, he'll live to fight another day. And uh, Logo Logic was better, but uh, probably doesn't quite run out of 1,200, I reckon. I think going to find an 1100 for him somewhere. I might whack the blinkers back on him, I think. That seemed to be the secret to his uh, winning success. So I might I might bang them back on. A little gear change. Um, and tomorrow we've got Ararat Trials. Just the one over there, Dashing Rebel, going to the Ararat Trials. So he's up against some reasonable horses. And Rusty, if you're, you're quick on the old uh, form search, he's lining up against the Cisco's kid, Swamp Vixen. Think winning, Chase Award, Shalot, Shalot. Is that how we pronounce that, Rusty? Shilo, Shilo. Shay Lowe, is it? Archie Alexander? Yeah. Uh, Fast Melody, Volkswagen Frank. So, uh, yeah, he's lining up against that little group of horses tomorrow at Ararat. Don't know how you thought I was going to get all them down. Um, but Shay Lowe, <coughs> one of her first three starts, one enlisted race at her second start, uh, one of group three, two starts back in February this year. So... At least you got some. You know, you've got some testing material there. Um, what distance range was she? Uh, Twelve hundred to the mile. Oh, she got out to two thousand, but she didn't run very well at two thousand. But she won the Tressity at fourteen hundred, the Group okay. Three, and yeah, her other listed race was at fourteen hundred as well. Cool. Russell, did you pay your Wi-Fi bill? Yeah. Sure he has. Got to pay that bill. Yeah. Anyway, Richard, that's what that's what we're doing um, tomorrow. Yeah, fantastic. Seems like there's plenty going on. There's plenty going on. It's springtime, so uh, there's plenty going on. There's no golf at the moment, unfortunately, but uh, you know. We have we have commenced the uh, the works on the Ashford Ridge um, nine hole pitching putt though. Ah, beautiful! The first the first green's been mown in, so uh, yeah, get a few more of those in. It'd be uh, yeah, nice little bit of fun. 
little mini yeah. golf resort. Yeah, why not? Can't go out and play golf. Might as well do it at home. Russell Pady's bill now. Looks like he's had, back. I haven't had any issues, so I don't want to be talking about. Oh, pretty bad. Pretty bad at our end. We lost you completely there for a little Unless bit. you just stopped. Like <laughs> 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 just like that. There it is. What? He's, he's just that's us on now. <laughs> I've got to say something for you. There's no way he can hold that face, Richard. Yeah, no, he's frozen for sure. <laughs> yeah. Have you frozen, Rusty, or are you? Uh... I'm looking stuff up. <laughs> he's overloaded. He's overloaded the server. He's trying to research too much stuff at once. You just use words, don't you? <laughs> just words you've heard. <laughs> Server, we'll chuck that out. <laughs> I love it. Um, shall we, if, if Russell's there, shall we get over to the weekend racing review? Because the little birdie told me he's prepared. Yeah. Oh, you want me to say something? Uh, I've actually got a racing review instead of runs of the week because Ooh. actually, no, I don't. I've got a, a combination. The first couple of races at Caulfield on the weekend showed me that exactly what happens when you take some of the better jockeys out of our jockey ranks. There was nil initiative shown and I back some back markers in those first two races never had a chance they crawled along nothing came from behind it was horrid obviously they figured it out later on but uh well done to those on the front um anyway so the run of the week from Caulfield would have to have been Masked Crusader if you saw him come from last and um Scoop them up like there was they were going still. Uh, yep, very impressive. Little, as they said, I didn't like it, but they said it. Chautauqua like. So, I will admit, Space Boy did set him up a bit. He went, uh, but but he went past him pretty quick. Over at Morfittville, if you backed Miss Daniel, uh, you would have vomited in your um, cornflakes because that was a good thing, beat. Stuck stuck behind him all the way down the straight um, and got out with, in the last 100, 100, 150 metres and uh, got beat half a length. So back it next time. And as mentioned last week, second slip won on its year at $2.10, which is still better than bank interest, they tell me. Um, up at Doombin, there's a few nice horses going around up there. Uh, we own a smart one. They sure do. Six from seven and running good times. On-speed type, the exact type of horse you want to own. Um, Black Soil Bloodstock own, uh, own the first or well, couple of winners up there. They've got some good horses, and they seem to get want, happy to give them a lot of time. They're all lightly raced, but very good winners. 
Oh, Belmont. Now I got one for you, boys. Sir Snagalot, he won the 1,000 metre scamper for three year olds and up uh, with one Metro winning last year. But Divine Beast ran the last 600 in 32.79. And, yeah, and didn't get clear running the whole straight. Wow. Got, got beat because came from last and whatever. But yeah, I'll um, keep tabs on him. Uh, hopefully, they got their timing right. <laughs> and I'm not chasing me tail. Um, big one, I, I, and I feel a little bit bad about this one. They actually gave away some money, like free money at uh, Devonport on Sunday. In the first race, uh, Little boy, the inevitable ran around against some average types, um, and almost missed it because it was kind of early on Sunday, quarter past twelve or whatever. Uh, and I was thought oh, I should should tell the boys, but a little bit late. You did, and you would have just abused me because it was too close to the jump. And then I'm watching it, and it missed the jump by three to four lengths. And I thought, oh shit, glad I didn't tell the boys about this. <laughs> But he was still good enough to round them up and beat them uh, at a dollar seventy, dollar seventy-five, something like that. Uh, so there was some free money there, and that's all I got. Sensational! Fantastic. And there was some there was some Group One races in uh, New South Wales, but um, I didn't like them. Uh, the San Domenico was running track record time for Kembla Grange, but I'm guessing that they don't run many. 1100 meter races at <coughs> Kembla Grange that are of any good quality. So, in the Congo, won the San Domenico. That's it. Nice one. Love it. Let's get over to our uh, punting segment. Uh, as avid listeners will know, uh, it's five of us, the three of us plus Dolphin and 40. We'd like to put on a Saturday multi. The horse must be running on the Australian Saturday. You'd be paying at least $2 for a place. And Ashford kicked this off at 11.30. And the, the streak is alive and well with a massive propose a toast coming in with a W. So that's four in a row, Ashford. Four Ws in a row. That's you un- are- unheard of. It is uncanny. It is like honestly, it's uh, it's funny because when you were allowed to tip uh, two dollar pops, you couldn't do this. But uh, suddenly, <laughs> when we're tipping some real horses, you're able to so pick some good ones. So absolutely fantastic. Uh, and I think by the time I got on it, it was paying. Uh, you got it paying five dollars here. It was paying. I think it paid for the win seven or eight bucks in the end. Yeah, so it was uh, it was a lovely little win. Um, uh, Dolphin over at Morfittville with Ali Boom with a nice little place and 40 Reign of Fire in Belmont. Belmont uh, kept the multi alive, but unfortunately, Rusty and myself uh, couldn't uh, keep up our end of the bargain, so neither of us got a place. So the multi was dead. A little bit of controversy with my multi. Yeah, pick because I was going to swap it, and then my caddy advised me that wasn't a good idea, and uh, I didn't. Uh, so I'm lucky I didn't stuff the multi alone. Otherwise, I would have had to have a chat to my caddy and say, "Hey, 
You might have been looking for a, for a new caddy. <laughs> might have had to get a new caddy. But, but uh, your, your, no. ca- your, caddy, your caddy did give you the winner of that race. He said, he did say, this horse will win. You're, you're limiting your, your chances here. You, you can't Absolutely. get the win multi. And your caddy is all about the W. Loves the W. Loves yeah. the W. Doesn't, doesn't worry about the place at all. So. <laughs> Still chasing the multi, but uh, very, very much a little, a little bit of excitement on the Saturday. Uh, it was a long wait to the next run, though, wasn't it? Now, eleven thirty. But uh, it was anyway, let's like, get out of uh, the break. It was back to the rusty Rickerton days, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> well, I got to be honest because Rusty was a little bit late getting his multi in, and I was worried was, about him. I was, was worried about him. Actually. It wasn't far off go time. Mm. Because you did go bloody early, so it, it wasn't far off go time. And I'm like, shit, what do we do here? But uh, lucky, got it in in time, got them on. So over to the bragging rights. Same five blokes, two other pick, uh, two other horses. Can't be one of the ones running in the multi. And uh, this is a head to head. Let's see who gets the bragging rights with an assumed five dollar each way bet. And I'm just looking at. Uh, a spreadsheet with a lot of zeros on it here. Um, I don't think that's a data error. I think we were pretty poor, uh, except for Dolphin. Doombin with Ballistic Boy came in with the W there, so claimed uh, another bragging rights to the Dolphin with a tidy little $44 collect compared to everyone else's zero. And if I go over to the stats, he's just streaking away now. With 17 bragging rights wins, but I do want to have a look. He's uh, he's on seven individual multis as well. He's cracked the the gorilla plus 143, the double gorilla plus uh, 143. So he's really starting to assert his authority. The dolphin, not not much mm-hmm. banter these days, but certainly uh, just collecting, collecting. Any thoughts, boys? Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I love the fact that he's putting a lot of thought into the form and everything. But um, oh, I wish there what, was what's he talking about? More, more, more banter, <laughs> more banter, less time. I think, I think doing you might the be underwater there, Russell. After We're having some sake. issues. I've got no video of yours. No video. Can't read your lips. Can't hear. Turn the lip, video lip, off. Okay, go back to what you were saying. What, from the Dolphin, we want less form, more banter. Yeah, he's banter. Less form, more banter. Yeah. I think that's sound advice. Sound I, actually, advice. I actually enjoyed it more when we were losing and the Dolphin was in the conversation. <laughs> when you knew he was alive and it wasn't just a robot putting stuff in the spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, more more from the dolphin, and just more regularly. Don't, don't just pop up. Don't just pop up for ten minutes on a Saturday, and and just you know. Yeah, and usually just pops up when he's like, oh, "Can anyone else win the bragging rights right now? Or is, <laughs> is it me? My maths isn't great." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could say, "Is anyone tip a winner in the multi? Uh, <laughs> any, any chance at all?" Or... Uh, anyway. The worst, Pete, is all good things must come to an end. 
Absolutely. No, don't think like that. Just keep on the roll. Just yeah, I got, I'm sticking with the formula, though. I have to be first leg off. I'll stay first away from off. New Zealand then. <laughs> yeah, no New Zealand. The time for did you see that? Oh, I tell you what, we saw that we missed last week's show because yeah, it actually popped up just a, ten minutes, I reckon. Yep, yeah, probably had I scanned the um, the racing dot com pages, I probably would have caught that before the end, and we could have extended another hour. But uh, the jockeys at the height of the COVID breach. Some of the our big Group One contenders, one being the Queen of the Turf, Jamie Carr, yep. and uh, Ben Mallon, Mark Zara, Ethan Brown, and Celine Gaundry, and some yeah. others. Unre- apparently, no. Nah, they just other people all together, weren't they? Yeah, not. Um, what are they called? Participants, not industry participants. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, wow, uh, it's not. Um, you're going through a uh, very serious pandemic and flouting the rules like that. Not good. Not the image we yeah. want. I'll tell you what, though. Sounds like jockeys really know how to party. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck, there's blood on the couch. There's uh. vinyls. Oh, like, seriously, there's some hardcore shit going on. <laughs> Not bad for little people. <laughs> mm. uh, the rumours have been uh, thick and fast, and we probably won't talk about the rumours here, but, uh, yeah. Well, maybe we will, uh, but when we stop recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be more <laughs> like it. Uh... Mm. I'll admit it was on my list of um, uh, things to talk about, but I just wrote one word Bonkfest. I didn't know how else to describe it. <laughs> um, I wasn't going there, Russell. Hey, no, hey, hey people at home, uh, interpret that how you feel. Uh, it's I'm not sure there's more than one way. I don't, to no, I don't know how I thought there's only one way to interpret that. So uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You you've you haven't read between the lines at all. You just <laughs> no lines, mate. No lines. You, <laughs> you've got to leave some grey in between the black. So I'll tell you what, if it, it is might have been grey, someone yeah. bonking someone on the head with something. Oh Russell, you did it. <laughs> I'll, I'll go back to my original statement that uh, jockeys must know how to party because if it was a bonk fest and then someone's called with a noise complaint, that's, <laughs> that's that is that is uh, yeah. No, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now there was there was some rumours going around that there was uh, a, a disgruntled partner may have dobbed them in, made the phone call, or ex partner or. I don't know. Anyway, wow, that's no fun. Mm. Mm. The cocaine. Yeah. The so we top that. What else? What else are we saying? Oh. Well, I always love a golf. But a golf. Did you see that? Uh, the BMW Championship, part of the FedEx Cup playoffs. 
Uh, did anyone see the winning score? No. 27 no. under. Jesus. Was that just the first round? <laughs> um, yep. They had, they had big handicaps like you, Richard. It's uh, 27 under. Pretty impressive. Um, the... The, sh- the shampoo was in the thick of it again. And the shampoo missed a, uh, I would say, a 12-footer for 59. Jesus. Um, got himself into a playoff with Patrick Cantlay. And uh, the the bomb and gouge just wasn't enough to get it done. Pat- Patrick Cantlay hold a 25-footer to put the nail in his coffin. Did, did you on see the sixth what, playoff hole? Did you see what happened on the seventeenth of the final round? Seventeenth of the final round. You better refresh my memory. What happened? Oh, so, when he hit it in the water? No, 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 no. Bryson smashed his drive down the fairway. Patrick's hit his second shot. Bryson's lining up his third little. Oh, sorry, second little approach shot to the seventeenth. And Patrick's on the other side of the yeah, fairway. This was in the, him. This is in the playoff. Was in the, in the playoff. playoff, wasn't it? I thought it was just the on playoff, the seventeenth yeah. in regular, but whatever. It was on the seventeenth hole, regardless. Seventeenth, uh, in the playoff. Yeah. Okay, well, I wasn't paying that much attention, but yeah, Patrick's walk on right. the other side of the fairway. Brook, uh, Brooks, Bryson's got his um back to Brooks. him. Brooksy, <laughs> we'll get there. Brooksy. I got that. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, Bryson stops, turns around, and says, "Hey, Patrick, can you stop walking?" <laughs> I've never seen anything. He got inside his own bloody head. Oh, what a dickhead. Yeah. I... Uh, look, I mean, to be fair, he, he didn't just go and do a Cam Smith and smash it out of bounds to lose a playoff. <laughs> no. you know, he, no. did, he did play those holes well. I mean, um, on one of those holes, I think Bryson hit it to about eight feet and Cantley hit it inside him to make birdie. and. Yeah, but Cantlay's putting put him out of put Bryson out of business. His putting was unbelievable, unbelievable. Some of the putts he held kept him in it. But did you see on uh, in regulation play on the par three sixteenth? I'm going to say um, Cantlay was first to tee off. No, second to tee off. Sorry, Bryson hit, hit short into the shortcut rough near the green. Didn't make it. Make it. And Cantlay miscued his and hit it in the water. Took a drop at the point of entry, hundred yards out. Got up and down for bogey, and uh, Bryson couldn't get up and down from the rough from the side of the green. Both made bogey. Shit. No. So it was, a, it was an interesting watch. I was trying to catch up with much of it as I could, but uh, it was it was interesting. It's interesting. And uh, now they uh, they move ahead to the final, where the leader of the FedEx Cup playoffs, which I just need to. Check out the leaderboard. Um, starts at ten under the card. I don't. I don't. I don't understand this. So, I don't so the top it. thirty, the top thirty go through. Patrick Cantlay is ranked number one. For the FedEx Cup standings, 
and he will start 10 under the card. Tony Finau in second, Bryson DeChambeau in third. And our man Cam Smith is in fifth. I think he starts at five under. Um, the poor guys from 10th to 30th all started even, 10 shots behind these guys already. Bloody hell. Yes. It's a bit of an advantage. It's, it's a bit like playing. Me. I was going to say it's like playing with the Dolphin, really. <laughs> Just give him give him twenty five head start and say catch me if you can. It's so it's like playing with Dolphin see, uh, when he's got two shots and you bomb a drive down the middle and you walk up there and he's standing next to you with his drive. You're like, yeah, the fuck planet are we on? <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> yeah, but look, when you both when you both tap in for six, it doesn't really matter. It's not the Dolphin's <laughs> fault. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. Uh, sorry, sorry. On the shampoo, oh, I want to stay on the shampoo for a second. Did you know now that if you're in the yeah. crowd at a tournament and you yell out, yell Brooksy at exactly the shampoo, what I was going to say, you get kicked the fuck out. <laughs> you get kicked out. Oh, you're not, really? to, you're not allowed to give the shampoo shit. Oh, what a load of crap. How did he get that, that through? Oh, I know. Jeez. I, I, I'll start, I'd start calling him Kevin Narr or something. Give him something to be really pissed off about. Let's roll on over to Australia. May the world, may the universe's favourite segment, Ash Through the Years. Um, just delving into the treasure trove of photos that Judy has uh, sent through recently. And uh, just looking at it, I'm pretty sure it'll get us through it at the end of the year. So I think we're in really good stead. You just see Ash really happy about that. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I don't Do I start with the tights? I'm not sure. But uh, I tell you what, we've got a beautiful photo of a very happy Ash. Looks like. What is that in his hand there? A I don't know. Oh, no. It's got to be food. Look got to be food related. Is it a pack of fishermen's friends or a... It's something, <laughs> something edible and you've had it because you're happy as Larry. And uh, just leaning on a little stool. I actually had one of those stools. My, my, my grandparents had one of those. It must have been popular back in the day, those little woven numbers. I reckon we still got Nice. That's good. I like that. Somewhere. I reckon we still got it. It's probably got a dent in it from Tiny leaning on it like that. But uh, I wasn't allowed to sit on it. But, <laughs> you haven't, you're happy for two reasons. You've had a good little bit of food and you haven't had to put pants on today. You've just stolen your sister's tights and um, that's what I'm wearing. Yeah. I You're thought it might have like... been his unitard that he wears to Pilates these days. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. But I'll tell you what, there are some similarities between you and the yellow wiggle and no no more <laughs> than with this. Just the you got the yellow skivvy on. Uh and the biceps just rippling through that, by the way. <laughs> the and, biceps. Uh, 
Nothing's changed. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Yeah, they're just very surviving. Man, I, I just love the grin on your face. You're, you're up to something. And the locks, the beautiful locks. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to figure out, like, at this stage, do we think Ash is able to walk on his own? No. <laughs> he doesn't look like it, does it? He's like, oh, I just spent the last 10 minutes getting up here. <laughs> 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 I, no, I'm, I'm thinking that he's he's able to um pull pull himself up to take food off people's plates. I'm with you. Oh, I'm with you. And, he's <laughs> and he's damn good at that. <laughs> and he's like, he's just like God. I can, yeah, like, like that's a good call. Oh, I just got up here. Food. <laughs> I don't know, that's I'm not all going there. If you want to take a photo, you're going to have to come over to me. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a breather. Oh, so good. Uh, looking sensational. And uh, not too much lens flare this time. And a beautiful... It's. I tell you what, the uh, the curtains match the carpet in that photo. Quite literally. The, uh... I was going to say, where are you going with this? <laughs> oh, we got bright red carpet and we got oh, bright yeah. red hair. <laughs> looking, looking great. Where it's is that, Ash? Uh, that's down Trimpton Park. That's the old house. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's impressive carpet for anyone. Yeah. Yeah, carpet yeah. was purple. Feel like my face at the moment because I love it so much. <laughs> oh, another classic edition of Ash through the years. Someone's going to stumble along it, uh, upon our Twitter feed and think, "What the hell are all these photos yeah. about?" <laughs> <laughs> Someone might actually comment. Has anyone actually ever been to our Twitter? We actually, we actually, um. Got a follower this week. Oh, you know who? You know who it was? Ash will know him. It was Darren Murphy. Get out of here! Oh. Jeez, I don't actually must know. Be, uh, must be, yeah. Slow news day in lockdown. Yeah, well, got a follower. Wow. A little bit he's more pressure good. on the multi now. He's good fella. Yes. Yeah. Too good. Too good. Well, shout out to Murph. Maybe, maybe he's listening. He, he might unfollow after doing <laughs> this, but uh, that's all right. <laughs> so let's roll over to the uh, AFL segments. Um, how did we go with our multi? Out, out in the first leg. Out in the first leg. Um, Pretty ordinary. I can't remember. Um, Who did I go for? I think I went for Sydney. And then we went for the Bulldogs, didn't we? Surely. The worst thing is that bet was so long ago, it will be so far back in my um resulted. <laughs> yeah. That's like um, 
six thousand dollars ago, isn't it? We'd be far off it. <laughs> Did we go to Sydney or I no, I can we went for GWS. Uh, you actually got three legs, three out of three. You missed Geelong, Port Adelaide. Oh, yeah, so got the Bulldogs, got Melbourne, right got GWS. Yep. Bloody Geelong, eh? Can't be relied on. Missed that by a long way, too. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. You handbag waiters in shock and that Certainly. one. Is that Toby Green? Yeah, what about Toby Green? Um, Umpire's protected. Got to be protected. We know that. Absolutely. Um, it was a stupid move. The umpire didn't look all that shocked and offended by it. The media grabbed hold of it and really blew it up. Uh, three, no. weeks. three weeks is probably okay. It's probably right. I can't come at it. I, 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 I don't, yeah, I'm not going to argue three weeks is three weeks and whatever. I just don't understand what's changed. So an umpire, Greg Williams is having an, an argument with some guy. An umpire goes and walks in his space and Greg Williams, not looking at the umpire, kind of gently, he didn't shove him. He just kind of moved him out of the way. Nine weeks. Now all of a sudden you walk at the umpire and effectively through the umpire and that's mm. three. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. And I got really shirty. I actually got into an argument with uh, Grant Thomas on Twitter. <laughs> because Grant, <laughs> Grant Thomas said, find him whatever you want, but you shouldn't take um, games away from players for things like this. You should reserve uh, suspensions for king hits and really, and, you know, really dangerous play. I said, but I, I go to a lot of junior footy. Yeah. I've got two kids that play junior footy, and some of the umpires are not much older than the kids that they're they're umpiring. And if and and I, I said I said kids don't understand like you can find you could find him four hundred thousand dollars, and the kids it won't register with kids. Whereas if you make him miss games, they're thinking, well, I could miss games. I'm not going to get fined for doing something to the umpire. But you miss games that that actually means something to them and. I, I liked it. Three weeks was like minimum for me. Anything else felt like a slap on the wrist, but I would have liked to have seen more, but three weeks is good. It's good enough because it, they, yeah, he'll miss this well, he missed final. finals, yeah. which is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, there was, there was hardly anything. It was just a bad look. And as you say, Russell, yeah. you just cannot, there's no gray area. You cannot do anything. Don't go near an umpire, and we've got to send that message and, and to everyone. When you look at, oh, like, like I said, I've got a lot of footy games. <laughs> you know, it's only snuck in the last couple of years, I reckon, where when the other there's a guy on the ground and they push them as, while they're on the ground when they're getting up and whatever. I see that every week yep. at kids' footy, and I don't ever remember seeing it. Unless it was, you know, there was a bit of argy-bargy going on. But it just everything that the AFL guys do, these kids copy. It, it's not even... Yeah. 
it's it you know they don't even think twice about it and you got to you got to set the right example especially when it comes to umpires these little kids aren't like I, I look at them I, I call them little kids umpiring games of footy and and my son who's 16 he umpires senior games uh, boundary umpires senior games from division 3 to division 1 in the northern football league and there are some uh Average athletes at best in Division Three, <laughs> and if they think they can manhandle umpires, yeah, I don't think it's a good spot for any kids to be. Anyway, and, uh, yep. <laughs> and what do we think of the footy results? So obviously, Port looked pretty good Friday <laughs> night. Yeah, they were really good Friday night, weren't they? Yeah. Because uh, Edge Long had no answers, just clinical. Mm. He's. Uh, I only saw the first quarter or so. I ended up watching a movie, but um, <laughs> Alir Alir, whether whether they kept kicking it to him or whether he was just allowed to get off his man, how good did he look in the first quarter? Holy crap! He was just everywhere, wasn't he? Mm. He was Nuts. everywhere. And I think there's a bit of that, yeah. like a bit like you know. Honestly, I'm gonna, I've got to give Richmond credit because I reckon Essendon are a bit like this too. The, 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 the game plan of the teams that win is that constant pressure. There's no yeah. outlet. Yeah. There's no easy kick. And I reckon Melbourne and, mm. and Port Adelaide are really inconsistent with it. When they do it, they're very good, but they're pretty inconsistent mm. with it. And Essendon, I think, are are doing it with limited resources. Melbourne are doing it with awesome resources. And that I think that's the difference between the top and the bottom. And that's why I think Melbourne will... Melbourne do it far more often than any team this year, including Richmond. That's why I think Melbourne will win the flag. Yeah, no, they were impressive on Saturday night. They didn't give them an inch. And um, so, what was that? I was going to say the pressure of the of the um the, the Melbourne game, the Port game, yeah, was just unbelievable. A great game for football, and then we got the last game of the weekend, and deluge of rain, and it was a Pretty underwhelming spectacle. First, first half was pretty good. First half was okay. It was a slog. It was a slog. Yeah, I don't mind that. But Every now and again, they looked. Not all they it. did. They both teams looked tentative. Didn't really want to take it on and get blown out of the water by taking it on, and not getting it right. Um, I mean, Bulldogs were comprehensive in the end, but the weather maybe played into their hands a little bit too, but it uh, it was definitely the game that uh, didn't look up to the rest of the games. Did you see um, <clears throat> on Saturday uh, at the John Longmire press conference? No, so, I uh, so his team's just lost by what, like a point a in point. the final. And... Uh, Journalist, so what did you think of the venue for the playing <laughs> video? 
And was his response like, <laughs> and he was just like, what? <laughs> 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 was he? Was he? Was he like? Yeah. You know, was he like Hardwick and Marvel Stadium? But nobody likes coming. Here. <laughs> Fans don't like coming here. We don't like coming here. No, what would you want to come here for? He was just baffled. He was just oh. like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. How was Tony Tony Jones today? Did you see that? Um, yeah, Craig, Craig McRae got a, um, appointed yeah. Collingwood coach, and um, yes. so so Tony Jones gets on an interview like at the press conference. He says, "So, were you concerned about coming to Collingwood with the you know uncertainty and um, stuff going on with the board?" And McRae just looked at him and said, "No." And so we kept going. He said, well, you weren't worried about, um, you know, the situation and the volatility with the man uh, who's sitting next to you. Um, what's his name? Corder or whatever his name is. Oh. <laughs> he's just sitting there like, like stunned look on his face. He's just like, no. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to say? Yeah, I reckon it's going to be shit. Let's get on. <laughs> like, what the hell yeah. kind of questioning is that? Oh. He's a dickhead. Oh. Anyway. I had um, had him on this morning about the announcement of the grand final going Perth, and he was just like, "Well, that's a shit decision." <laughs> like, <laughs> so, hey, there's just nowhere else to hold it. No, that's right. Right, it'll it'll be what it'll be. It's a oh. shame for the, uh, you know. <laughs> How's Jeff Kennett? Jeff Kennett's going Wilson. off. Going off. Um. Oh, bloody um, fancy having a a public holiday the day before the grand final. The grand finals in Perth. I was like, hang on, but yeah, the same grand, uh, same public holiday we've had for six years. Like, what are you, what are you going to yeah. do? Take it away from people? I know we're not going anywhere, but I just don't understand well, maybe the outrage on the public holiday. Instead of having the public holiday. They just do the reverse and send everybody to work. So they've been all been at home locked up. Go work day. Uh, yeah. Oh. Actually, that reminds me, I've got to book my, I've got to cancel my leave. I was meant to be going to Queensland. That's not happening. No. Mm. You're about the eleventh person that said I was meant to go to Queensland this year. <laughs> uh, yeah. At least we got Man, there. Right? Yeah, that's right. We did. We did. So uh, anyway, we'll get there again. So although although the demons win premiership, we go to King Island. We go to King Island. Damn King straight. Island. I'll shout the lobster. <laughs> Dolphin will shout the trip. Unless he texts us on WhatsApp by midday on Saturday saying he's not, then I'll take it as he is. Yep. Yep, that's fair. Or or he sends us a Twitter. Okay. Yeah. If if he doesn't tweet by Saturday, then we assume he's paying for us. He's paying. That's right. (laughs) So we're going to try to put on a multi here and see if we can... uh... Well, Okay. How do we make it lucrative, though? 
quick. I All mean, right, so you go straight taking, up two legger. You're taking the first game, and I'm taking yep. the second game, and you just got to okay. pick something, something in there. It's okay. entirely up to you. Oh, how many legs? No, no, just one each. But you just your leg can be anything within that first game. It could be okay. first gotcha. goal scorer. It yeah, yeah, gotcha. Be, yeah. Gotcha. I, I'm. Oh, jeez. I, I reckon I've got one. I reckon I've got one. I'm going to take Geelong Cats line minus 16 and a half over 153 and a half total points double at $3.50. Okay. And I'm going to take. <clears throat> The Brisbane Lions to be up between 13 and 24 points at half time. Oh. Between 13 where, and what? Where are we talking about? So that's in, in the uh, first half markets. And then yep. there's first half winning margin. And then you got Brisbane Lions thirteen to twenty-four. That's four dollars and seventy-five cents. That'll pay. Okay, that's a two-legger. It's a two-legger. They give you eighteen ninety-seven. House on that. That's a good one. Okay. I think that'll, that'll, that's good. That's our best chance all year, I reckon. Easy. Easy. What's that you say? We had to wait till there was only two games. Yep. To, to, to get, a, get a run at a multi. <laughs> we got any... Um, is there any... Uh, any doubles? Brownlow, Norm Smith, doubles... Up on Ladbrokes? <laughs> I cashed out my um my bet Harry Mackay to win the Coleman into Sam Walsh to win the Brownlow. I'm so happy to get anything out. for I could, Yeah, I got um I end up what tripling my money. No, that's all right. Right. Uh, futures. No, I'm not seeing much. I suppose it would help to know what teams are in the grand final, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we um, might, we might, we might get one after um, after the prelims are paid. Yep. So. Richo, you what's your norm? What is your Norm Smith tip for the Demons? You don't do a Norm Smith tip uh, in week two of the finals, mate. Oh, I've got to ask you a question. <laughs> I ask you a question, Richo. You do if you're a, do if you're a Tiger supporter. Who did you think was best on, Richo, on the weekend? Clay. Yeah, Clay I, I thought he played all right, but I I thought Petrarca was the game winner. He was the game winner. Kicked the goals when it was but necessary. So the goals he cooked, he kicked were awesome. But Clayton Oliver's first half uh, 
setting it up, like he was, he was awesome. And some of those inside fifties and score involvements, but uh, yeah, Petrarca's goal from the boundary. That that's when I relaxed. Uh, when that time slotted through, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> um, but that that was a good kick. Like that's the thing. They are both freaking ace. They yeah, it's hard. Them in the same team, peak of their powers. Yeah. It's hard to split them. That's why I asked the question because it is hard to split them because they play different kind of games, and 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 they Oliver, bob up at different times, and that's what's cool. Yeah. yeah, Oliver flies under the radar a bit for me. Like I, he sneaks up possession wise on me because you don't see a lot of that little stuff inside and whatever. Mm. Whereas Petrarca's doing all that, and that's where the in the first and, half he was doing some big ins like. Kicks inside 50 and he actually kicked a goal himself, I think, or two. One. Anyway, but yeah, like, and then you had Lever with bloody 15 intercept possessions. Mm. He was all over the shop. What about Richo? What about your man that lost his teeth? Yeah, how's that? <laughs> like, like, he's like 19 years old, gets his tooth knocked out and just goes out and competes. Like most people who lost the tooth wouldn't be thinking oh, about football. Well, I see they've pulled both front teeth out now. Yeah. They interviewed him during the week and, yeah, they pulled the other one out as well. He's just fangy. Oh, yeah. That's not – can't quite fathom uh, having your two front teeth knocked out. No. I wonder what, and, what he's eating. And let, and let alone go back on and play, play again. And play and, and go and compete and like, good player, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's bloody good. Hopefully, we get to keep him. Can't keep them all. Oh bullshit! He's one you do keep. How old's Gordon? He's not that old, is he? Twenty-nine. Yeah, still got a few years left in him. But that, but Jackson's so versatile. He can't. He would last. The the only. The only reason I say hope to keep him is because he's from Western Australia. If he was from Victoria or something, I wouldn't have a worry, but they you know, know how Western Australians do get a bit. Yeah. You you win the flag and you'll be right. Is um Petrarca from Western Australia? No. Victoria. Did I see a thing did I see a thing tonight that he's got a lot of family in Western Australia? Did you? <laughs> You're asking us what you saw. Thought you might have seen it too. Um, nah, missed that one. That might have been on. Nah, he's Victorian. Hmm. Anyway, that's off point. Anyway, so good. Shall we roll uh, into? What we're looking forward to at this weekend's racing? Oh, more group racing. Spring's heating up. We've got the McEwen this week. And I had a little little scan through and, jeez, oh, I reckon... Um, I reckon Rusty's going to be excited. One of his faves in the... Uh, McEwen? Wisdom of Water. Wisdom of Water. He's been going good for um, an Abel Nation team. 
Yeah, he's just sneaking along there. It's around about the mark. I'm not sure it's up to that. Um, oh, but if I suppose if you look at the, you know, September runs probably a horse to beat, isn't it? Really? Um, I actually, <laughs> it's actually not that good a field, really. Um, it's not I, the best one I've ever seen. I actually like. Don't know. Oh, a thousand meters is probably a bit sharp for it. I was going to say the Inferno. The Inferno will win a race soon. But a thousand might be just a bit sharp. Mm. Drawing six. Oh, Drawing but that Esther is going yes. good, but whether it's up to this class. Yeah, I don't know. Jesus. Reaching, yeah, well, who knows? Who knows? Reaching with Bold Star, aren't they? In its current form. Oh, you never know. You just never know. You just got to have a ticket to win it, don't you? Yeah, I suppose. I wouldn't be backing it. Where, where's, the, where's the rail? True. Uh, hey, yeah. Horse is making ground. Yeah. True. Um, Wicklow, Wicklow Town is uh, going round in the last. In High Stranger, Sky Man. That's a good race. It's a good race. Good race. Shot of Irish is going around again. Oh, Richard. Shot. Another race is going around. One more Jack is back in Morfordville. Oh, is it really? And uh, Scorched Earth isn't that a, isn't that another one of uh, Richo? Didn't you have Scorched Earth somewhere there? Back in one of the multis, maybe. Maybe. I'm feeling that was one of yours too. So Ashford is oh, Pan- a strip. I don't know. <laughs> Pancho Ashford. Yep. Oh, Pancho. Does he win again? Yeah, lock it in. He's dominant. He was He's pretty dominant. good last time out. He was very good last time out. I'm lo- I'm locking that in the multi right now. Update the sheet. Tech support. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your own damn shit. Um, I was I, I was actually going to try and sneak. Probably would if I had it. You can't. It's only paying a dollar ninety. It's paying two dollars ten. Where? It is paying five fifty and two dollars ten. Where are you seeing that? Racing.com sports bet. Oh, so you're doing the whole Palmer bet thing. No, it's actually a legitimate betting company. <laughs> I didn't go to be mate down the road and go, what odds will you give me about this one? The boys said it was $1.40, but I reckon it's $2.05. Oh, I don't 
Where is Compare Odds? Pancho. Yeah, get 550 at the TAB as well. What about uh, Alana Kelly on De Graves in that race? $4.40 and $1.80. Yeah. Good well, chance too, isn't it? Got a ride for bloody... Um, what's his face? What's his name? I don't know. What um, are we talking about? Lloyd Williams. Shit. It's great. How good she's going. You know, you, you know you're yeah. on a quality. It's going really good. So you just got to get yeah. the steer right, don't you? Geez, she went fifty-one. She's gonna she's gonna ride at fifty-one. Oof. Be no breakfast, Alana. If you're listening, no breakfast or lunch or dinner. <laughs> Stop eating right now. Uh... <laughs> Might have to. That's pretty pretty light. Fifty one. Get in the sauna. Get in the sauna. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? I thought she had another good ride later in the card. Yeah. It's good that she's still getting rides on these days as they're getting bigger and better. So that's good. She's. I'll tell you what. She's riding really well. Yes, there's no doubt about it. It's good to tell you, Hope's riding shot of Irish. It's good to see. Yep. Go the Irish. That'll be striving to the um, Where's 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 my horse extra time? Being this weekend? Mm, I didn't see him. Jeez, I thought he'd be running. There's some, there's some good races in um, Sydney. Um, um, the Concord with Nature Strip returning. Uh, trekking and Wild Rule. The trial was good. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? The Furious is all right. Ah, oh, the tramway. Yeah, with Zaki returning. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> you look at some of these races, they were bragging about how uh, the Group 2 in Melbourne only had a couple of hundred Raider horses and the rest were lower. But, like, the... The Sydney race has a lot of hundred raiders, but they're all past it apart from Zaki. That horse will win by about ten lengths. But the thing is, when you, you start talking about rating horses, how many hundred raiders have we really got? Because anything that shows a little bit of ability ends up in Hong Kong. Well, that's right. So they buy up they buy up every they buy up every seventy to eighty raider. So they never get to go up into the next bracket. And if, you know, if they're not buying them, they don't generally make it there. So well, it's plenty, plenty of horses yeah. rated there, whether they belong there. Montefiore's back. Here's one for you, Richo. Master of Wine. Ooh, Master of Wine. I didn't know. He's already had a race. He's run this prep. He ran in the Winks. 
He was only beaten two and a half lengths over 1,400. Just building. Just building. And this is Mile. He could run a cheeky race. Oh, Barrier 13. Jesus. They give you nothing there. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. There's there's nothing really like I'm sure Zaki's paying nothing. Better than bank interest, like they say. Where is he? What race is he in? Two dollars fifteen. But I think that's almost a certainty. Would have made the old bulgy that one. Yeah, would have been for sure. Would have been dollar, high price. Dollar twenty, dollar twenty six for a place. Uh, would have been the boot filler. Anyway, oh, I don't know. There's yeah, there's, there's not much. I did notice today that um, Sabaku got beat by Stars on Gary. The half sister to Kenyon Wonder. Yeah, there you go. Well, Taunting's in tomorrow at Morfittville. No, that's tomorrow, the, Saturday. That's the three year old cross, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, yeah. is that the. It, just remind me what that one's by. Uh, which one? Stars on Gary. Yeah. Uh, star turn. Yeah. Because I reckon it is owned by the same ownership as Kenyon Wonder. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Trained by Chris Big. Yeah. Because um, I... I remember looking at it, it was in a weanling sale in Queensland. I looked at it and went to try and buy it and it made over a hundred thousand. Yeah, I'm not sure they were uh, happy with their purchase at this stage. Has has run in stakes races, but hmm. not, like today probably had all of them. Barron. There's another there's another one. Can you wonder, is it? Going to the breeding bar. Uh, it's not my understanding. Maybe. Uh, okay. I'll just check. Oh, not that. It'll turn up. Maybe it'll... it'll turn up. Anyway. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> Not how, how good was, were the tips last week? Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Excellent as usual. Remus was coming back, coming back really well on the inside. They hit it a bobber. Maybe Loremus just from under the eyeball.